Jess is getting ready. She is. She's putting on a blue purple Columbia. It's blue, and I already have a pink shirt on, and blue and pink are my favorite colors, so it makes me really happy when I'm wearing my favorite colors. A shout out to our two listeners from the last Red Notice episode. Woo-woo! That might, one of those might have been me. I'm not sure. What? Can't be skewing our numbers. <laughs> our other listener was from, from what, Virginia Beach? That's pretty cool. That's got to be relative. Do you know anybody? I don't know anybody. I have a family friend. I don't tell people about this podcast. Yeah, I don't think anyone knows. Not on purpose. Okay, so tonight... Look at Mitty wants to record too. Gary Dog Mitty is looking kind of sad. Well, he's sitting on my feet. Okay, so tonight we're going to see Ghostbusters... Who are you going to call? Okay, so tonight (laughs) we're going to see Ghostbusters Afterlife. Bustin' makes me feel good. (laughs) So today we, we watched... Ghostbusters 1 and 2. Do they have titles? 1 and 2. Yeah. So much fun. 2, I hardly remembered anything except, strangely, the one, what would you say, Eastern European guy that was from Upper West Side. (laughs) Uh, He was quite annoying. I mean... Clearly hard to forget when I remembered nothing else except him. Um, But lots of good like throwbacks to the first movie the cast came back it was the cast came back the very next day the cat came back yeah no is that a song you doing it anyways the cast came back so ghostbusters 2 i was very surprised by i i can't remember seeing all the way through if not it's been a long time but it was a lot of fun it's almost kind of sad they haven't made a proper sequel since ghostbusters 2 yeah you said what that was 89 so 32 years ago Whoa. So with Afterlife, we have Ivan Reitman directed the first two. Jason Reitman, his son, is directing this film. Pretty exciting. I feel like it might be an actual... It's the same st- like same timeline as the first two. Skipping the whole Ghostbusters, whatever that whole thing was. Oh, With Christian right. Wig. No, that was different. That was different. So we'll see. <laughs> um, Jess and I were talking earlier. Do we think they will use the line... You just don't get it, do you? It's so common. It's going to happen. Wait, what was the movie we just watched recently? Dune. 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 We didn't review Dune yet, but Dune had the line, you just don't get it. Danny, there are a lot of reasons we didn't review Dune. We're going to review Dune. Anyways, I think they'll say some variation of you just don't get it, do you? You don't get it. Yeah, it's like I can almost see how it fits already without having seen the movie. Unfortunately. Yeah. And do we think there will be a magical necklace or bracelet or a watch? A relic. That's the word I was looking well, for. Well, okay, so I don't think there will be a necklace or bracelet, but there will be obviously relics from the first two films. So it's kind of like they mm-hmm. don't – hopefully they don't need a, a necklace. A piece of jewelry. It's, it's done. Yeah, it's overdone. <laughs> but we'll see. And I don't know much more beyond the trailer. So I don't know mm-hmm. if any previous Ghostbuster will make an appearance in any form – I have no idea. All I know is I'm pretty excited. Yes. I mean, before today, you know, the trailer, like, I, you know, 2020, the film was delayed. It was like, oh, yeah, that's coming out one of these days. Now it's like after watching the first two, I'm all pumped up. I'm I'm psyched. I'm I'm ready to do some ghost busting. 
She's laughing like, at me. Like Jess has been saying all day, Bustin makes her feel good. <laughs> it's a good, catchy song. All right, let's go watch the movie. Okay, we are back from Cinemark. Jess, first thing, do they use the line of dialogue? You just don't get it, do you? No. They did not. Yeah. What I, about? And there were plenty of opportunities, I feel like, and they just, they decided they were better than that. And they were. Was there a magic necklace, bracelet, or watch? Nope. There was not. And they had plenty of opportunities to do that. Oh. Sure. They didn't need to because there were basically a lot of old artifacts. I mean, from the car, the car, glasses. I mean, literally everything. Suits. Yeah. Jess, first reaction was it good? We watched Ghostbusters one, two, and now three in the same day. What do you think of this Ghostbusters Afterlife? So good. What did you think? So good. Very good movie. If you like Ghostbusters, you need to go watch it right now. Immediately. You'll enjoy it. It has pretty much everything you'd hope that would happen in a Ghostbusters 3, where it's been over 30 years since the last movie. Definitely some nods to the first, so I highly recommend rewatching the first. It will put you in the right mood, mindset. There's a lot of nods to the first that, you know, if we wouldn't have watched it today, I wouldn't have picked up on. It's still a good movie if you haven't seen the first two. But you appreciate it much more rewatching the first one. Definitely. And it really seems like they skipped the second one. There's no major reference to Ghostbusters 2. I mean, Ghostbusters 2 has a third act where the Statue of Liberty is walking down the street. Again, fairly memorable. Maybe I had never seen Ghostbusters 2 before today. Is that possible? It's possible. But you don't need to see it for this one. No, but it's still a pretty good movie, I mean, as far as sequels go. Yeah, I would say so. So what's the very basic plot of Ghostbusters Afterlife? Oh, my God. I'm Two sentences. You're the best. Two sentences. Summarize. The, uh, let's say the first act. What, what's going on? What is? Why does this movie exist? You want, even go into the first scene of the movie, the opening to this movie. Give me a chance, man. Well, let's go. Because, okay, so... The grandfather, father dies, so single mom moves out with her two kids to an creepy old abandoned farmhouse to go through, get what they can, and get out of there. Um, Except the brilliant scientist's daughter starts having some paranormal activity experience. Well said. Well said. And these kids, kids, kids soon realize. If the brother wasn't Stranger Things, like they, they did a perfect job of casting his role because he doesn't really have much else going on. It's really all the daughter who is scientist mini me version. Yeah, the young the young daughter is brilliant, brilliant scientist. Yes, knows more than the summer school teacher played by Paul Rudd. <laughs> Again, brilliantly cast. Yeah, I mean the opening. Not giving anything away, but it's very well done. It's exciting. You're like, what is going on here? 
who's this? I don't understand. There's a, a ghost that you can't see mm-hmm. or demon chasing a guy driving was a pickup truck or some kind of vehicle mm-hmm. and um, crashes in the cornfield. He's running to his house. His house is like a a ghost fortress, basically. Different traps and stuff like that. Um, do we, I mean, we already spoiled it, what happened to him. It's the whole plot of the movie. Yeah, it's the plot. Yeah, he dies. Well, yeah, the guy dies. Yeah, if you watch the trailer, that's the whole thing. They're moving to this the country. Their grandfather passed away. Opening scene. This is a real movie. Right away, it's not going for the over over the top jokes, especially in the opening scene. Like it, it's pretty serious, and it, kind of, it sets a lot of the tone for the film. And it, literally, explain why he's living on his own. What happened to Ghostbusters? You know, honestly, too, as far as because this is not a kid movie even though there's kids as pretty much the main characters in the movie but I wasn't as annoyed by them as I typically would be like they're not the grumpy you know over the top sulky teens preteens that they could be like they're they realize like there's adult problems and they handle themselves they're smart i agree yeah so while there are kids as the main stars of the film definitely not i wouldn't call it a kids movie at all i don't i don't know what you'd call it but jess and i were talking about this when we were driving home the audience for this movie is very different because Mm -hmm. i was not i wasn't alive during the first ghostbusters movie the so second I mean, one, I mean, second one, yes, in '89, I was alive, <laughs> but so not me. I wasn't right. Not so, me. And just <laughs> decades later, no. My first thought is like not that I want to watch a Ghostbusters movie starring twelve-year-olds. Not no. my first thought. Nope. Not my second thought. And I think the people <laughs> that were alive for the first Ghostbusters that are like twenty years older or thirty years older, older than me, they're definitely not thinking they want to watch a Ghostbusters movie with twelve-year-olds. It's a little strange. It's very strange, but again, it is well written. It works. Um, the first two were written by Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd. Um, so and, cool. And the two films were directed by Ivan Reitman. Now Ivan's son Jason Reitman directed this one and co-wrote it. And you could tell he spent a lot of time on the project. project. Who, who knows how many years it was in development? I have no idea. I'm sure they tried to make a Ghostbusters 3 for many years. Yeah, how many years later is this now? Shoot. Can't do that math that 32. Quick. Whew. It's 32. Wow. Um, but yeah, I mean, heck, Jason Reitman, what did he direct, Jess? Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. And a few other movies. One of them, Juno, which everybody loves Juno. Of course. Everybody loves it. So he knows what he's doing. There's a lot of references to the previous film, or the first film, and I think knowing that Harold Ramis passed away. They do a great job of incorporating him into the film and his story. His, I mean, his story is the film. Oh, 100%. It was beautifully written, and uh, it's just the right amount of emotional to make it a heartfelt, yeah. it pulls you in, very interested in the character outcomes, you know, Yeah, I just, I have nothing but good things to say. Yeah. Oh, and also, stay after the credits. 
Yes. There's a mid-credit scene and an after-the-credit scene. Must-see. Yeah, don't leave. Those two, I mean, that's kind of the movie that, like, I hope they make another one. I hope it's more about the original Ghostbusters. I'd watch it. I don't know if anybody else would, but, yeah, stay after the credits. Um, real quick, we're going to go into spoilers for a few minutes. So, Jess, sound the alarm. Wait, what's the... What's the Ghostbusters alarm? <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Okay. Jess. Yes? There's a lot of great moments in this movie. Oh my gosh, yes. One of them being when... What's the the daughter, the girl, the young girl's name? Phoebe. Phoebe? Is it really? Yeah. And Trevor. Are you kidding me? Phoebe and Trevor. The other kid, her friend, I think it's just podcast. Podcast. Oh, podcast. Oh, we're going to get to podcast in a second. <laughs> podcast, that's, that's us. <laughs> that's literally. I laughed a little too loudly at oh, that part. <laughs> that might have been the funniest line in the whole. We'll get to that in a second. That's me. Trevor and Phoebe. Well, Jess could have told me literally any name. I would have been like, yeah, that, that's. It's just, it's Phoebe. It's so memorable. I don't remember that. If you okay. told me she didn't have a name, I'd be like, yeah, that's Art. I get it. Huh. I don't remember her name, but yeah, great character. <laughs> <laughs> she was great. When she, okay, when this is ridiculous, but they end up in prison at one point. That was jail. ridiculous. Jail. That was fantastic. And her one phone call is to a Ghostbuster. Yeah. They call Dan Aykroyd. Yes. She called Dan Aykroyd and informs him that um, Ego... Egon. 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 Why call him Ego? That Egon, the grandfather, has passed away. It's a great scene. Once it ended, I was kind of worried that would be the only scene we'd get of the no. old, old Ghostbusters. Yeah. No. She had to pull him in. Yeah. I mean, that worked. Uh, yeah, finally learning, like, what happened to the Ghostbusters. You know, Egon saying the world's going to end, going a little bit mad, stealing everything, running off to live on a farm. I mean, yeah, it's kind of strange that the Ghostbusters would not follow him that was the only fault complaint that i had was he had so much they were all like he had so much scientific proof and it is such like a nod to the first movie of like the similar evidence and sightings and even the plot of the apartment building and the whole layout of the town that they moved to it's that's the one thing it's hard for me to believe that he couldn't convince his partners what was coming true and what what gets confusing is that ghostbusters 2 may or may not exist in this timeline but sure ghostbusters 2 starts off like the first act people have sued the ghostbusters they're done they're disbanded yeah. people kind of hate them regardless of what they did to save the city they're kind of looked down upon right right so if if he left like in that time period who knows what timeline they're going off of but if he went like there's no more ghostbusters like hey you have to stop investigating then it makes sense because that's true they do kind of talk about that they yeah they say that the ghostbusters are done i mean so yeah that's where it gets kind of tough but i mean if two doesn't exist then i can totally 
see what they were thinking. And it might we not. just watched too. So that was interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, once they, the whole crew shows up at the end in the third act, that was fantastic. Nothing more that I wanted. That was The beginning and the end were my favorite. Very well done. Everything and more than I hoped for. Yeah, and I mean, definitely, I mean, even to the point where they ask Dan Aykroyd, you know, are you a god, the flat top? <laughs> like, yes. in the first film, he said no. He also hesitated. And they yeah. were like, oh, come on. Right, but it was good. Like, that's where it's like, I'm so glad we watched the first one today. Yeah. Because there are lots of references to that. Um, that just make the movie better. Yeah, and Egon coming back at the end as a ghost. I mean, like, a little bit of Harry Potter moment, you know, like. No, oh, come on. Actually, even when, like, it. He was playing chess with his granddaughter. It's super cute. The chess part was great. This is fantastic. You would, it's so good. But sure, when the proton pack, the blasts are like flying at each other, and the colors, I'm like, ooh, it's like Harry and Voldemort, you know. And then the uh, yeah, the family the, shows up. The and, streams. It was I'm with a you heavy. Like that. I'm with you heavy. But I mean, I'm, I don't care. Like it was great. Yeah. They're, they could not have done that any better. Um, including him into the film, it worked perfectly. He didn't say a word. Um, and again, the ending. You have the their car headed to New York, like New York City. It's very going exciting. back to where it belongs, which is fine because like the kids, they're done. Kids are out of the picture. Right. Great. We got to head back. Family's resolved. <laughs> oh yeah, and then the credits. I mean, you get it says Sigourney Weaver, and we're like, wait, Sigourney she Weaver. She wasn't in this. What happened to this? Boom. She's in the film suddenly mid credits. Yeah. Perfect. Then post credits. I mean, it's like the gang is back together. Let's get this show on the road. I want to watch it now. Here we go. So, out of 10, Jess, what kind of grade do you give it? Uh, at least a 9, if not a 10. I mean, I guess the only thing that could have made it better was more of the original cast, like the original team, less kids running around. But... I mean, like I said, they weren't annoying. Um, it was very well written. It was exciting, you know, what's going on in this new town and seeing all the old machines and car and suits. And this is a movie that actually gave the audience what we wanted. Yes. Yeah, I mean, easy to say nine, 9 out of 10. Um, on rewatch, maybe, like you mentioned, with the, the middle might be a little different. Um, because, yeah, I wanted more of the original crew. Paul Rudd is still great. Mm-hmm. Um, a little goofy at times, but still great. Podcast, the character. We got to talk about podcast real quick. Wait, back to Paul Rudd. <laughs> After he goes on his date night, he's like, I want to use the word sauntering through Walmart. <laughs> going to get a pint of ice cream and uh, he's like he's walking in like he owns that place like that that is his friday night spot i know where i'm going (laughs) like that i laughed out loud like just watching paul rudd walk through walmart yeah that was like me like wait what that was hilarious (laughs) yeah no that was great podcast oh my gosh this This kid kid. hosts a podcast about Everything unexplained and the occasional, occasional uh, was like all he hosts a podcast about the unexplained and the occasional restaurant review or something like that. 
Sure. He's pretty funny. Um, but what really we can relate to, and if you're listening, <laughs> thank you, because thank you. <laughs> At one, one point, what is it? Dan, Dan Aykroyd comes over and podcasts as a guy, host a podcast, and immediately Dan Aykroyd knows the abbreviation of the podcast. And podcast response is like, oh, you're my subscriber or something like that. <laughs> Singular. <laughs> the one subscriber. And then yeah, like you really what you really found its voice in the in episode forty six with like a reference to earlier in the film. That was when like, he was explaining that to Phoebe. Yeah. So they connected on a crazy level right. there and again laughed out loud probably harder than I should have because we can relate. Also, I think we're on episode forty four. No, we are not. Yeah. And that's Well, okay, two more and we'll find our voice. Well, it's not counting tomorrow war, so it never edited. So we've done that. So is this us? Is this potentially forty six? Well in the forty sixth, Danny. That would just make so much sense with how <laughs> things go for us. Like this is the our matrix, world. Yes. Um Tomorrow War, like it's ready to go. There are a few more that we recorded and we were kinda like not pleased with but okay so this is 44 tomorrow war is 45 and it, when we finally get to our dune french dispatch halloween kills oh and goodness. soho that would be 46 so this will be 46 at some point i'm going to rearrange it you'll be listening to episode 46 so again thank you for listening if you made it this far send us an email to before you see the film at gmail.com who are you gonna call wait what's what's the bust move song it's not a bust a move song. It's Bustin' Makes Me Feel Good. Bustin' Makes Me Feel Good. That's it. <laughs>